Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does. We are in the air everywhere. The vast power of podcasting. The global reach of the download as we are bloviating the day away. This is our Sunday podcast, a spinoff of the Ben Maller radio show. We tap dance on the third rail. We do things we don't do on that show that are only available on the podcast to us here. We have a little more freedom. The FCC does not oversee podcasts so we can say bad words, which I'm trying to avoid that as much as I can. But Gascon has no problem dropping an F word now and again. But not that. Not, not that F word, Tom Brenneman. No, no, no. The other F word. Yes. The other F word. Uh, so, and, and this podcast heard, it originally was weekly, just once a week, and now it has morphed into multiple podcasts. And I'm excited, guest count. We got some big things coming up uh, that, you know, in other platforms as well that'll be happening soon, and I'm yes. looking forward to that. Yes, I got, uh, I got some new toys. I got uh, some new toys, some new things in the arsenal. I'm, I'm looking forward to... Uh, to getting those things out of the uh, the garage, if you will, and uh, yeah, I was thinking we'll have to have a meeting off the podcast because I think there's something I probably need to get that I don't have. Yeah, that I don't have. So I'll have how to about this? Do you do you have? And I'll be quick with this. Do you have a propane tank? Yes, I have a barbecue a propane. I so how about you wood- fucking use it yeah, and cook right. that fucking steak that's been sitting in your freezer since well, March? It's a hundred. You know, it's got to be. You like were the waiting perfect for it temperature. to. Oh come it's on! It's too hot, dude. You want me to sit outside a barbecue in 114 degree yes. weather? Are you are you, you out of your freaking mind? You walked last week six miles in 100 degree weather to go yeah, take a yeah. shit in a so, vacant park. <laughs> well, I didn't. You can really, go cook I, listen, a I didn't steak. plan. When I left, I did not plan on taking that shit in the in the park like that. I did not think. I would have the Tennessee trots, which is exactly <laughs> what happened there. That was not my intention. Oh. Uh, but, jeez, uh, there's a difference between walking in 110-degree <laughs> weather and standing over a freaking barbecue, which is 600 degrees that thing gets up to, and cooking it. But, you know, maybe I will finally. just to, to ha- So you don't have that to bitch about. I, I will consider doing it. But we, we got to get going here, Gascon. This is very important, this podcast. We pushed some things back. Yes, we did. 
good. So we've got pop quiz, the mailbag, uh, be or not to be, and whatever else we get to. So let's start with pop quiz here. And uh, before we do that, Cameo.com, 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 type my name in Ben Maller, personalized video message, birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, funerals, pep talks, you name it, I'm there for you. Sex capades. Uh, All right. Uh, According to research... We do this about 20% more on weekends than on weekdays. What is it? Drink. Uh, No, smile. Smile, Uh, Gascon. That's good. You smile more on the weekend. Although, what if you work on the weekend? I I used to work on the weekend. Yeah, I smile more on the weekend. Of course, I work on the weekend. Like I'm in the studios. I'm I'm working. I drive to work. I make that sacrifice. I drive a long ways away to get to work. So, yeah, I I smile when I... Yeah, weekends. All right. Now, people were asked what they would give up for. I I noticed what you heard. You said they're dummy. People were asked what they would (laughs) give up forever if they never had to pay taxes again. What came in at number one? Their significant other. So they would give up their spouse if they never had to pay taxes. Yes. Boy, that is a that explains a lot about how you're a swinging bachelor there, Gascon. What there? It could be the dog. It could be a cat. Their significant others, a dog or a cat? Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed the... Are you watching bestiality uh, porn? What are you doing here, guys? I was watching the... Never mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Go third round, my man. Um, Go ahead. What do you got? All right. uh, Watching sports. No. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the number one answer. You would stop watching... Well, this this is... 2020's been eye-opening because we've all stopped watching sports for months, right? Four months... Uh, five months with some of the sports, no sports. Actually, it was like four months with no sports. 134 days without the major professional sports leagues. Actually, yeah, it was it was from March. The last games were played on March 11th. 11th. LA Kings and Ottawa Senators. That was the last game of professional sports. And then it started on July 23rd. So 134 days without sports, the industrial complex of sports. Yeah. Shut down. Shut down. We all survived. We're all here. You know, we're still here. We're hanging out, you know, still talking. We still did a, a daily sports talk radio show with no sports. We had more people listening during the pandemic, during the apocalypse uh, than ever. It's yeah. crazy. All right. Experts say the smell of this makes you feel happy and relaxed. Flowers. No, it's close, though. It's in that, John. And, and this is something I like the smell of a lot. I love the smell of gas, but this is not gas. Yeah. Fresh cut grass. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I ah, oh, there's something like magical about you. When I remember I was it flashes back to like when I was a kid at Little League. Yeah. And I remember being out in the outfield because they put the fat kids out in the outfield. You know, put the fat kid out in left field and smell the grass. Yeah. And it just felt great. It's yeah. um, the fresh cut grass. It's really good. Yeah. eleven uh, percent of people with a smartphone have this. By the way, I'm included on this. They have a secret compartment for pictures. No. They have a crack screen. Oh. Yeah. My screen is cracked. I got to get it fixed. 75 bucks for an iPhone. $75 to get the screen fixed? Yeah, there's a spot next to the uh, Geico Studios that does it for 75 a pop. Oh, is that a good price? I don't know. No, it's, I don't think so. It's probably more expensive than it needs to be, right? Yeah, LED, you- LED screens are, are double the price, though. So if you get a Droid, it's double the price. Oh, so iPhone's cheaper? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, I need to get that fixed. Uh, about 35% of people never experience this. Um, heartbreak. Uh, no, wisdom teeth. Oh. How, How old were that? you when you got your wisdom teeth pulled? I don't remember. It's all the same. I, I you know, I, I don't, I, I have, I just remember having recollections of eating ice cream and things like that. That's good. I don't don't remember exactly how old (laughs) I was. Uh, Almost 60% of moms say this is the best way to discipline their kids. I think this number should be higher than 60%. I think the moms are doing a bad job on this because moms ought to do better than 60%. Uh, What is it? Slapping them. Yes, corporal punishment, the slap. No. I got my ass kicked when I was a kid, man. I had the one time I had the belt, that's it, but that's I good. did have the belt. <laughs> uh, the answer, though, Gascon, is to take away their video games. Yeah. 
but see, wouldn't this be higher than sixty percent? The video. I yeah, mean, this is the this is the punishment. But see, this is tough though for parents nowadays because not only do you need to take away either a PlayStation or an Xbox, but then you got to take away the cell phone, and then you got to take away the iPad, and then you got to take away like a MacBook or a PC. And I don't know about you, but when I got busted, my parents would try to hide that stuff. I'd find it eventually, but you know, yeah. you gotta you gotta hide a lot of shit. You'd have a great hiding place, a vault somewhere you can hide stuff. All right, this happens about 75 times a year to the average household. What is it? I think we might have had this one before, but it's, I forgot. So uh, 75 times a year, average household. This happens a lot in the Maller Mansion, but I don't do it. Um, toilet flooding. 75 times a year, the toilet. Uh, no, it's uh, you lose a remote control. Oh. You don't have, you, quite a bit. you don't have a remote on your phone? No, no, we have uh, the remote with, with the TV. And uh, you use your phone as the remote? Is that what you do? I don't know, but uh, but I used to have one with my Android. And uh, Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, when I, at Staples Center, the I, I would sit near the pearly gates at the games there, and they, they, it was very hard to turn the channels because we didn't have the remote control. And the guy, one of the guys that worked at Staples Center said, if you download this app, you can it'll connect to any TV and you can you can uh, <laughs> as a remote control. I I could never figure it out though. I don't think I had the right kind of phone. I think my phone was too old at the time and it wouldn't work with the uh, the phone. But yeah, that's pretty cool that you can do that. But I, I my trick is and I learned this recently because uh, my lovely wife loves to uh, lose the remote control. I'm gonna put it back the same place, guy. Yeah, I'm gonna put it back the same place, guy. Uh, my wife is not, um, and so she'll lose it and. Last time, or I think the last time it broke because it got dropped. And so this is a veteran savvy move. Now, a lot of people just go to the store and say, well, I'm going to buy a universal remote. Don't do it. You look up the brand of your television. All right. I, I have a Samsung TV. I think Samsung makes the greatest TV. So I, I will go on the internet and uh, go into like one of the websites and find the remote control that goes with the television nice. and buy a replacement. Because they, I used to buy the universal remotes, but they never worked right. Yeah, that's right. They were never the same. If you can find, and you can now because of the internet, you can find the exact remote control. What color is your, your remote? What color? What color is your remote control? It's black. Oh, okay, mine's white. I, I gotta have the white because I'll lose that shit really quick. I do that with my cell phone. Bet on black. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Sorry. No. All right. Uh, due to the current pandemic, there is a shortage of this food item. Did you see this this week? No. I guess the obvious answer would be meat, right? Well, it is a meat product, but not. that's kind of a general, all-encompassing answer. Meat. Turkey? Pepperoni. Ah. Pepperoni. All right. There's a shortage of pepperoni. I've also noticed the shortage of coins. I've seen more signs recently that right. they are not. A lot of stores, I go to Walmart, they, mm. they're demanding that you give the exact. If you pay with cash, you have to give the exact amount. Oh, boy. There's a restaurant I pick up food from. They did the same thing. They're like, no, nope, you got to pay with the exact. No no cash, only credit card. <laughs> Is it that bad? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, the average U.S. family of four will save about $400 on this activity in 2020 compared to last year. Uh, amusement parks. Oh, it's said more than 400 if the, you, that, That's got to be higher than 400 But the answer is birthday parties. Ah. Yeah. Hard to have a birthday party when, if you have a party, the uh, mayor of Los Angeles will turn off your power. Oh, and, boy. Uh, and all that. A little difficult to do that. Uh, all right. It's hard to believe, but 2% of Americans say they have never eaten one of these. It's a delicious item. I eat this at least once a week, and I've done it for years. Once a week. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off the off the cuff a little bit. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, I love the peanut butter and jelly, but I don't eat that. Let me give you a clue. I usually eat this. Not Monday. Not Wednesday. Not th- I eat it on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Um. Man. Uh. A bagel. Yes, Bagel Tuesday. No, Taco Tuesday, you dummy. That was Taco a- Tuesday. I thought you save your Mexican food for the weekends. No, no, I eat. Uh, well, I have a, a usually a two day fast, 
Sunday I don't eat, Monday I don't eat, and then Tuesday I eat, and then I don't eat on Wednesday. I eat on Wednesday, I don't eat on Thursday. That's usually how that goes. All right. Yeah, I thought you I thought you purposely save your Mexican food for the weekend. No, no, I eat that once during the week and then I usually make some different stuff on the weekends. But uh, how about that? Two percent of people have never had a taco? That sucks. What do they all live? What do they live in? Like Wyoming, Montana? (laughs) Yeah, South Dakota. I mean, come on, live a little bit. Yeah. It's not that hard. Easy to make. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. All right. Uh, thanks to the pandemic, this popular summertime treat is piling up in warehouses. People not uh, eating it. Cotton candy? No. Peanuts. Really? Yeah. Oh, you, know, you think baseball games, peanuts, you think uh, all the... Fairs. Uh, yeah, all that. Yeah. Roasted peanuts, you name it. Yeah. Honey roasted peanuts is the go-to. It's like honey roasted peanuts, corn nuts, and maybe sunflower seeds. Well, yeah, honey roasted peanuts because they're covered in sugar, sugar. salt. <laughs> Cover anything. Yeah, the sugar salt fat dimension is uh, is is good on that. All right, yeah. nearly ten percent of people say this is something they never like to do, no matter what. No matter what, brush their teeth. <sighs> Floss. No. Hug someone. Yeah. I'm a hugger. Yeah, you are. I like to hug. Yeah. You're not a hugger. Uh, depends. You're not. Depends on what she looks like. <laughs> wow. All right. A, a new survey asked Americans to name one purchase that gave them buyer's remorse. What was the most popular answer? An engagement ring. An engagement ring. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, no, a new car. I was going to say a car. That's the obvious answer. Yeah, a car. Uh, so uh, every car that you've gotten, though, have you gotten it off the lot or have you bought it used? Well, the last car I got was used. Okay. I will never buy a new car again. Yeah. I, but I that's... always bought new cars. And then somebody took me aside and said, hey, stupid. Yeah. What are you doing? You, you get a pre-owned car that doesn't have that many miles on it. That's the way to go. Yeah. So what is it? It's... It's buying a car new and buying a boat. Those are your two worst significant investments, right? Yeah, I will never drive a new car again unless the people at Premier Networks decide to give me a, a <laughs> Colin Cowherd-like contract, and then I will buy new cars. A brand a new, new car. car. That's right. Come on down to Showcase Showdown. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, last one on Pop Quiz. 27% of men do this when they're having a bad day. What is it? 
Only 20. Okay, so it can't be drinking. No, it's not drinking. Um, uh, I'm going to say pick a fight. It's in that same family, but not pick a fight. It's break something. Okay. Like, you know, take a, a cup and shatter it or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's good. Break something. Yeah. Um, so that that's the answer. All right, that's the last part. I have a few studies. There's a lot of these coronavirus things. Are you interested in any of that? Or are you like, are you over? Are we getting better? No, we're getting dumber. <laughs> There's a There was a new survey out that found Americans believe people aged 55 and older made up about half. Oh, I saw 57. that. 57.7% of the total coronavirus deaths. It's actually 90%. <sighs> but people... Below that age are convinced that it's, you know, it's like 50-50. It's not. They also found, the same study found that Americans believe people aged 44 and younger made up about 30% of the total coronavirus deaths. It's less than 3%. Yeah. Now, it's sad when people, young, and there are young people that have died from this, but statistically speaking, it's anecdotal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's an anecdotal number, but people, you know, but you give them the facts and they people can't handle. It's like we talked about with the nuance with you and basketball. You, yeah. People can't handle the nuance. They they don't deal with it. There's a reason why the younger group is magnified. It's it's because it's driven to be polarizing that if you get someone that's in their teens or 20s that contracts it and dies from it, then that obviously means it's the same as an individual that's in their 60s and 70s. So they want to obviously canvas the scope of americans dying from this thing so yeah and, and the, the they're doing a heck of a job of spreading the uh, spreading the, the word all right now the other thing here uh the, the wearing a mask not wearing a mask they said flying now you you have not flown no, since not march yet. right no. a lot of people have not flown no one's flying so there was a study out which i assume was done by the airline industry but who knows it, it says assuming everyone wearing was wearing a mask the risk of contracting the coronavirus on a flight is just 1 in 4 4300 wow the odds are lower to 1 in 7700 if the airline has adopted the no middle seat policy well that makes sense cuz obviously you're having less traffic and less air circulating through the cabin yeah. Let me flight. tell you something, Gascon. I was an advocate for the no middle seat, uh, having that empty. <laughs> prior, to, prior to COVID. Mor- morbidly obese. I had been completely yeah. supporting that. And uh, yes, that was that was the dread. The dreaded middle seat when you get on the plane there. Oh, my God. That was, man. When, when we launch what we need to launch in a few months and we get that big payday, we can talk about this on a on a flight. Oh, is that right? We're gonna go on a flight. Yeah. We can go. We can go to Europe or some bullshit. Some bullshit like Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Go to go to Italy. Hang out. If we're allowed to, though, Americans. I don't know. They're not allowed right now in Europe. So, we, what, how many countries are we banned from? Uh, well, we got New Zealand. We got Australia, and we got. I, I would imagine it's the entire European Union, right? Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. We can go to Syria. Are we allowed no. in Syria? Yeah. We can. No. Go, I, don't, we I don't even know if we can go to Japan right now. To be frank. Really? Yeah, I don't think I don't know if we can go to Japan. Oh, all right. What about China? We you can't go to China. Can hang out with LeBron and all. That? <laughs> yeah, remember that job you wanted me to go apply for and go to China a few years ago? That would have been fucking great. That was great, dude. Oh. You would have you would have run China. You would be like you'd be like right there in the communist. I would have been po- shot dead. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> oh boy, they would have loved you. Yeah, Gascon was up for a job in China. Oh. Yeah, you didn't you talk to somebody about that? I you, did. Yeah, yeah, I talked to a yeah. recruiter. Oh, wow, jeez, how much? It paid a lot, right? Yeah, it paid pretty well. Yeah, go there, do it for a couple of years. You know why not? Yeah, magnify your name a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because you could become like the Stephon Marbury of broadcasting. And remember, Stephon Marbury failed out as an NBA player, never became as great as he was supposed to be, and then yeah. went to China and they had a fucking museum for him. Yeah. Remember that? They yeah. worshipped him. They genuflected to Stefan Marber. Making some uh, some sneakers on the cheap, too. That's right. The Starberry speak, uh, sneakers. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, we don't have too much time. we got to keep the train moving as they stay. All right. Why don't we move on? Uh, let's, you want a mailbag? You got B or not to be here? You want to do B or not to be? All right. So let's do mailbag first. But okay, before you right. do that, i got to yeah. give a good shout out. And i got to ask you this. Uh, right. Anthony in Anaheim tweeted out a picture to to me and a couple other people a few days ago. 
And I want to uh, ask you if you've ever had this, because we were talking about dessert, I think, you and I, like a week or two ago. Um, it's a dessert called It's It. Oh, is that the, uh, they used to sell at Dodger Stadium? Yeah, I think, the, is that an ice cream sandwich covered yes, in chocolate? Yes. yes. Have you they had They called that it a Kulaku. They used to call, I think, the Kulaku. Yes. That thing is great. And I, now I led a campaign when I did the Ben and Dave show locally. Yeah. I led a campaign because Dodger Stadium changed concessions. Why? The concessioners, and they got rid of the Kulaku. Oh, man. The greatest ice cream sandwich. Well, I, not the greatest. It's the second greatest ice cream sandwich behind the traditional uh, chocolate chip cookie, vanilla ice cream, jumbo-sized uh, ice cream sandwich. But that is an amazing uh, treat. Man. On a hot summer day at Dodger Stadium, yeah, when it's like 95 degrees out and that sun is burning down, on the, you're sitting there and you're burning up watching the game, and you get one of those cooler coos. Oh man! Now they call it. It is available at, uh, around here. I don't know if it's national. Or I, I, I don't know about that, but it it is available. Yeah, I asked Anthony at like uh, Smart and Final. I think they sell. It there. Oh really? Some other place. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because I he's instead of getting out in Yorba Linda, and I'm like I'm not driving out there for that, but. Yeah, I think you can get it at Smart and Final and maybe even some Walmart locations in Southern California. It looks awesome. Fuck. That's a good sandwich. That's good. Why did he send that to you? That's kind of weird. Is he? It, it might have been because we were talking about, yeah, we were talking about, uh, no, we weren't talking about it, but Steve, Hart, Steve Hartman's ex-wife, Denise, who's up in the Valley, mm-hmm. Ben, she's a smoke show, first of all. Second of all, she's an amazing cook. And so every weekend, Steve has had his ex-wife that he lives with bake something for the staff. Like she's made brownies, uh, banana bread, muffins, and wait, wait. A, a Friday is, is, cookies. His ex-wife is yes. making all this. Really? His oh. ex. Getting back together? No. Oh, okay. Right. Steve's got a very successful past life now, or our new life now that he's divorced. Oh. But okay. his right. ex-wife is an amazing cook. It, like the That's stuff good. that she's baked is tremendous. So anyway, so she's supposed to be making some some cookies that are, are heavily based in in mint, and that's why Anthony had tweeted this thing out because it's an ice cream sandwich in mint. So, oh, all right. Well, that's uh, listen. I love the cool cool. That's a good looking sandwich right there. I, I used I have not had one of those in years. I'm lean and mean now, as you know, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're getting too I skinny, am. man. I'm lean and me, man. But then, see, my, I, I blame the wife on this because she bought some uh, some clothes that are a little uh, you know, lower size, you know, and all that. And so, so now every time I eat, I feel like oh, I'm not going to fit in my clothes. <laughs> I told her, I said, keep my fat clothes. I'll be back in those. Keep my fat clothes. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll fall off the wagon at some point. I'll be back. It's hey, man, happen. as long as you're not swimming in your clothes, then it's all good. They don't want them like too baggy on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's true. Uh, all right, let's get to the mailbag. These are questions sent in now remember follow the show like our our facebook page that really helps us out on there ben maller show on facebook like our page and you can be a, a contributor that's really a key part of being in the maller militia right you can consume 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 but the cool thing about it is you can add the content with questions and you don't even have to call in anymore you can just post things on social media so it's kind of cool all right uh so the mailbag, also realfifthhour at gmail.com. Uh, it's a little, little light on the email this week, realfifthhour at gmail.com. So uh, this one comes from Dolphin Mike, who's in Pennsylvania. He says, my 10- and 12-year-old sons would like to know why you talked for 20 minutes about dropping a deuce on the toilet seat <laughs> on your number one fifth-hour podcast. That's uh, signed Mallard Troll Dolphin Mike. Uh, well, Dolphin Mike, first of all, you ought to, you ought to, you're, you're a bad parent. You're a freaking Dolphin <laughs> fan. All right. That's a bad job by you with the Miami bleeping Dolphins. Okay. What a freaking joke that is. And you're going to, that's child abuse because you're going to force your kids to be Dolphin fans. And I hope they become Patriot fans just to rub it in your face. How about that, Dolphin Mike? All right. You don't worry about my shit habits. Okay. I mean, I am out there busting my ass. I am, I'm relatable. Unlike Gascon and these people west of the 405. You think Gascon, Gascon has problems all the time. And he, he doesn't talk about this. He doesn't talk about these kind of issues that make him relatable. Every other day he has some kind of diarrhea or constipation or something like that. And he doesn't bring it up. But when I have Montezuma's revenge, I talk about it. Because I, I am relatable to the common man, Dolphin Mike. That's why I do it. False fan Jimmy writes in, says, uh, from big orange country. 
I says, Ben, do you think now that you have uncontrollable bowel syndrome? It is time for adult diapers. Yes. Yes. Thank no, you. Yes. Please. Yes. It's only happened twice. I had my gallbladder taken out November 3rd of 2019. And ever since then, it's happened two times where I've had a little situation where I did not make it to the finish line. And I had a little premature situation that uh, came out there. And uh, so uh, I'll be all right. I, 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 I just think once in a while this is going to happen. This is my new life, and I'm okay with it. I don't like it, but that's just the way it is. So I'll deal with it. I should set up a GoFundMe account. My wife, though, said that I should pack, when I go on these long walks, toilet paper, just in case. <laughs> you know, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Phil in Oswego writes and he says, what is an embarrassing moment in your professional radio career that you still think about to this day? Shitting yourself 10 minutes before a show does not apply. Well, that did happen. As you know, Phil, that's a previous podcast. The, the, the fateful 10 minute clock and I had to clean up and I had to wash my hands in the washroom and then you know, pretend like nothing happened and do the show. But I, as a trained professional, I was able to pull that off. Uh, but let me think. I'll give you a story, Phil. Uh, years ago, I was doing local radio at Extra Sports 1150, soon to become Sports Radio 1150. Uh, and they had a party for the... Do you remember the movie Animal House? Old movie Animal House? Yes, sir. It's a classic. Hollywood classic. Yep. And uh, Belushi and all that. So so anyway, this was like the uh, I don't know 20th anniversary of Animal House. And they had a DVD release party with footage that had never been seen before right and so they the the movie studio hired us to promote the dvd and there was a party with the living actors belushi was dead at this point but the people that were still alive that had been in the animal house got together at a swanky bar on westwood boulevard just down from the ucla campus and so we were doing a remote and we were supposed to interview these actors who were not really acting anymore because they, you know, passed their prime. But, but they in Animal House, and so I'll never forget it. The boss, the great Mike Thompson, he said, "Listen, this to make this promotion really good. It was the Ben and Dave show. Dave Smith, we're going to get you guys to wear togas, oh, and do the show wearing togas." So I showed up to do the show, go in the bathroom, have to strip down uh, in my underwear, put on a toga. And then he had the idea to try to get some excitement before we started the show to go out on Westwood Boulevard in the fucking toga and uh, and wave at people to to create some excitement. So, of course, we did. And uh, it was it was very embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. I remember we were having a conversation. We were like we walked out together like we were so embarrassed. It was like, oh, man, we both want to be on radio. We want to be on the air. And this is what we're doing. This is where we are. Was We're it, in a fucking toga on Westwood Boulevard. Ridiculous. Was it a windy day? Oh, it was evening time because we were doing a night show. It was, like, it was evening time, but it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't windy. But it wasn't, fortunately, it wasn't, it wasn't cold and it wasn't hot. It was kind of mild, you know, typical Westwood yeah. uh, weather, as I remember. Did you get hit on by anybody? Oh, God, no. No, please. Got a very eclectic group of people that hang out in that area. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Uh, Pierre in Springfield, Mass. writes in. He says, any chance that Gagon has any furlough time due to uh, miss the podcast anytime soon? Maybe you could bring Eddie off his tuchus yeah. and get away from the Puck podcast to fill in. Yeah, right. Whatever you do, don't bring in Finley, a.k.a. Gagon after dark. Well, let me answer that question for you. Um, first of all, I don't make as much money as Ben, so I'm not subject to the furloughing hours. Uh, not all of us can make seven-digit salaries. Um, so I, I do not. And also, I, I uh, very generously, kindly volunteer my time to be a part of this podcast. So I don't think you're going to find another sucker here that'll do that. So... <laughs> So to rephrase what Gascon just uh, said there, he's a martyr, right? He's a martyr. He's the he's the victim. Uh, no, I'm you know, Sacrificial lamb. Selfless. Right? He's, oh, it's poor me. Selfless. Me. Team player. Oh, it's so bad. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Good oh, teammate. my God. Oh, Great so guy. Ever, will you ever quit with the sob stories? Well, he asked the a question. Dark? I'm answering the question. What do you want from me? God. You're... What? Yeah, all right, <laughs> moving. Move uh, listen, uh, many people would like Gagon gone, but he's here every week. He's here every week. Uh, Carlos in bang bang whistle whistle Houston, Texas, home of the cheaters. Nice says you've taken a lot of bad financial advice from people. Why don't you take some advice from Gagon? You have nothing to lose. Well, actually, I have everything to lose. I have everything left to lose. Uh, so hey, I haven't given you any bad advice. Yeah. I don't know. I actually did talk. I said the other day, I talked to a real financial uh, person. So I don't know. I, I don't know who to Everyone's got hot takes. Who the hell knows? What okay, I told about. you Apple, and we did Apple at the same time and got the same payout. So, yeah, I'm actually tempted to sell. No, 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 because it's already gone up, and I, I believe it is going to go down once the split happens. My theory is it's going to go down. How about that? It's fine. Make some money right now. Get in, get out. Well, if that's your goal, like if that was your idea to get in and make. It wasn't my idea originally, but. Um, oh, man, look at that. <laughs> wow. I had another big day today as we are doing the podcast in real time. Yeah. It shot up like 10%. That's a pretty good return on investment right there. <laughs> it's a pretty good return on investment. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. I didn't realize. Maybe I'll hold on to it. <laughs> All right, uh, Clayton writes in. We're doing the mailbag. Clayton writes in. He says, uh, when you first began fasting, how long did it take you to get a to a 24-hour fast, then 48 hours? Uh, that's a good question, Clayton. I, I started doing 16-hour fast, and I went up to 18 hours after a couple of weeks, and then uh, 24. I drink a lot of water. I just don't eat. I feel like if I can fill my stomach up, it's like a mind trick. I can feel I can feel like I'm full because my stomach's filled with water, and then I don't really worry about it. But I, the other problem is I'm a Type A Clayton uh, personality where I I'm very competitive, which is a blessing and a curse. So I'm like, well, I can keep going. I don't have to stop. You know, mind over matter. If it doesn't mind, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. So uh, that kind of thing. But uh, my advice is you, know, you should never listen to somebody on the radio or a podcast on how to do this. You should consult with a professional. But my theory on how to do the fast thing is you start out, it's baby steps. You know, if you can't even do 16 hours, start out with 10 hours. And then 
A week later, crank it up to 12. A week later, crank it up to 14. Then a week later, crank it up to 16. And then slowly and surely, uh, you'll you'll be able to do it. But it, you know, it takes, I think it's uh, 66 days, I believe, is the number to change a habit. We've talked about that before, according to research. So it takes more than two months before it becomes just automatica. Well, if, if you want a couple quick hacks on this... Um, there's two things right out of the gate. One is don't eat after seven o'clock at night and two, try to get eight hours of sleep. So if you're getting eight hours of sleep and your goal is to fast for 18 hours, then you're nearly halfway there. Yeah. You're really only fasting 10 hours while you're awake. Right. So it's, yeah. So there's ways to get around that. Obviously. Now what I do, of course, with the four or five hours of sleep makes it the degree of difficulty goes up. Guesca. Yeah. You cheat. Take, uh, How do I cheat? You take I, the- I have to deal with your dumbass sending me photos <laughs> of delicious pizza and cheeseburgers and uh, all kinds of wonderful food. You take? Uh, don't you take some pills? Don't you take some caffeine pills? Uh, only on uh, Thursday into Friday because that's the worst. I get like three hours of sleep to to do these podcasts. That's it's cheating. It's not cheating. How is that cheating? Taking PEDs, man. PEDs, yes. Uh, all right. Chris in Makokoda, Iowa. Makokoda. He says, what is your worst bathroom experience at a game? Can't be as bad as your park story. I'm still traumatized from Wrigley's uh, pee troughs. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I don't, I don't remember any really bad situations. Although at the sports arena when the Clippers played there, and they nobody ever went to those games except when they would play like Larry Bird and the Celtics or Jordan and the Bulls or you know Ewing and the Knicks and the, those big or, or the Lakers would come in with Magic in that group. So whenever a good team would come in to play the Clippers, the sports arena infrastructure was such where it couldn't handle the crowd. So the the toilets would flood. They would flood. And so you'd be standing there at the trough to do your business or go into the stall. And you'd be standing in about an inch or two inches of piss water. So, but that's not really something that I did. That's just what the arena did. And then I also remember when I was a kid, I was in an Angels game. My dad took me to an Angels Tigers game. Tigers had some really good teams uh, in the, in those days, like Chet Lemon and uh, Gibson and those guys. And uh, and I'm sitting in the stadium, and somebody from the upper deck hit threw a cigarette and and landed on my head and burned my head. But that's not really a bathroom story. I just, just I just popped in my head for some reason. <laughs> it's a non sequitur. I apologize, Chris and Makoka. It's a bad job by me. Do you have an answer to that, I guess? I did have one. It was game five of the Stanley Cup final between the Ducks and the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. I don't know what ha- – maybe like my inner fan got the best of me, but I became so sick as soon as the Ducks won the Stanley Cup. Grew up as a Kings fan. Ben, I – I had this giant rush that I needed to go hit the hit the bathroom. And it was at the end when the cup was being raised, I raced right out of the Honda Center because I couldn't deuce there. And I the Honda Center, how it's aligned is that there's corporate buildings behind it and on the east side of, of the building. So I raced into one of the vacant buildings and and flashed like a fake badge. And yeah, I was like, man. And I sat there for like 20 minutes. <laughs> it was, if that bathroom was I not think that's there. A, you're like the olden Polonies type. That's an olden Polonies type move, I believe. Yeah, probably. Right? I'm, the badge and all yeah. that. Yeah. I'm a big fan. If you're driving somewhere and you got to go, you find a hotel. Always find a hotel because they're always. La hotel lobby. Yeah. Well, the hotel yeah. restrooms are always keeping their. Keep them clean. Keep them yeah. clean. So, we actually had this conversation the other day that uh, Ned Flanders guy, the uh, the Quaker Oats guy that occasionally works at the, at the company, he loves to t- to drop a deuce at work. I, I I don't understand. I complained about this, but I want to expand on this more. Like to me, one of the cool things about radio is if you do a show, it's a three or four hour show. Yes. And it seems like most of the people that work in our industry cannot go three or four hours without eating a meal. And also can't go three or four hours without taking a deuce somewhere along the way. It is 
It's unreal. Well, to be fair, guys like him and myself are here for nine hours. So what? I can go nine hours with dropping a poo. Can you? I'm better than you. I can contain. Well, maybe not now, but for my <laughs> the balance of my life when I before I became superhuman without my gallbladder, I could do it. Well, it depends on what you eat. Well, just don't eat. How about that? Yeah, I could do that. It's ridiculous. No, you don't. You don't. You don't shit where you make your money and eat, which is uh, which is work. You shouldn't eat at work either. I just I mean, look- if, you're, if you're there for 15 hours, that's different. But you got coming into a three hour show on a Saturday and you got to eat a meal. Yeah. I just love how our restrooms have signs on it now that says, please wash your hands and please piss in the toilet. <laughs> Some dudes need instruction on how to use a bathroom. Is that right? Is that uh, it's, yeah. it's embarrassing. The bathrooms, I would have designed them differently. I, you know, there's one person, one customer at a time. Why not have two stalls? about that yeah no guys are messy you know you gotta hurdle trash cans in your in the studio when you're here oh i know i don't miss that man i don't miss the every sunday night i would come in to do the overnight show and it would smell like a rotting <laughs> dumpster yeah. from all the chicken uneaten chicken and the fish, fish yeah. and the meat that people would throw in the trash cans and the rotting vegetables and all that shit and uh it was brutal <laughs> so annoying it was, uh, it was ridiculous. And I, I occasionally I would do play-by-play on what people were eating over the weekend at Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, it's pretty good. Their habits, you know, and everything, what they were doing and all that stuff. So, All right, uh, what is next here? Uh, Chris from Edmonton says, Ben, when you first started doing takes in sports, what was the hardest part of remembering all of the information? Uh, well, Chris, I, think th- I don't know that that's the right way to phrase it. I think there's an art to learning how to break down a game. So I'm trying to teach Gascon. You know, Gascon's a LeBron fanboy. And when I, th- the nuance I have in slicing, I'm very proud of this. I learned from some legends when I first started that taught me uh, how to watch a game and what to look for. Uh, so I-, I happen to be buddies with a lot of the old stat guys that were doing like uh, Chick Hearn stat guy, Vince Scully's stat guy, and they they told me some things to look for. Now, obviously, I've taken that to the next level uh, with with the way that I break down a game, and so uh, they never went full uh, full rogue. But uh, especially like the NBA playoffs, I'm having fun with that because I, I feel like I'm really good at the NFL playoffs, NFL. You know, I think I think I've gotten decent. I don't want to be like a narcissist like Gascon, but I, I work at it, and there there is an art to it to break it down. Because a lot of these guys don't. You can tell when they don't watch the game and they just read the box score. And uh, a big game. Now I don't watch all the game. I'm gonna say I I tell you I do, and I'm a I'm a flipper. But if it's a big playoff game, and I know I'm gonna be probably doing a monologue on it, like when LeBron's playing or the Clippers are playing or something like that, I I'm locked in. I have laser like focus. I only turn away. Uh, it was TNT I don't turn away because I love Barkley at halftime. I'll keep it on there. But I'll turn away when they do the activism stuff. I'll turn out and go watch a ball game or something like that. Because I know it takes about three minutes and then I'll be back. Uh, but really, Chris and Edmonton, breaking down a box score and breaking down a game in general, watching it and then knowing what the key parts are that the untrained eye would not know. I, I, that to me is the, 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 the hardest thing. But once you learn it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Have a good time with it. Uh, let's see here. Will uh, says, uh, "Hey, I, I just want to hear all of your nicknames." <laughs> so Will wants to hear the nicknames. You, you want to? All right, here we go. I am known as the Spin Master of Misinformation, the Bannering Broadcaster, the Beethoven of BS, Curmudgeon of Commentary, Chasm of Sarcasm, Czar of Zany, the Dark Knight of Weeknight Sports Radio, Mogul of Mischief, Benny the Brazen, King of Zing, Moneyball Maller, Facetious Fox, Sultan. Of insult and jumping jack of wisecrack, insight of overnight, medicine man maller, nabob of negativity, sage of outrage, pinnacle of cynical, prince of preposterous, professor of propaganda, hazar of hyperbole, and the mad hatter of sports chatter. That's only half my nicknames, Gascon. What's that? You want the other half? Okay. Uh, you know what? Gascon called for it. He just said in my headphones, give me the other half. I am known as the Baron of Balderdash, the Big Gallbladder, Penis, the Menace, Captain Kneejerk, General of Degenerates, Tycoon of Tees, Master of Disaster, the Hustler 
of filibuster. Night light of night life. Pummeler of producers. Benny Brightside. Manatee of insanity. Marconi Maller. Emissary of embellishment. Weeknight windbag. Wizard of wacky. Slayer of naysayers. Grand goober of gab. Tower of Babylon. Honest. Adonis, nocturnal colonel, the underdog of monologue, and the holy pope of the slippery slope. Thank you very much. I'll be here all night. It's a long list of it's a great list of nicknames. Forty six original nicknames. There's other ones that I I left off. If you want, I can give you some of the ones that did not make yeah, the cut. I'd prefer not. You've you've wow. done God's work for the day with that. All right. Well, there you go. You have no nickname. Well, you have one nickname, Gagalon. You know. How 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 come uh, the butcher Finley has more nicknames than you? What's up with that? I don't know. There's a reason why he's he's given himself nicknames. What the hell are you talking about? That is true. He has given himself. Well, he that's not the buckaroo he earned by uh, <laughs> saying something during a news update that you're not supposed to say. Oh, the backwards cowboy, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, didn't say that. It was something. Yeah, it was a sexual position that Finley thought was a good way to describe the outcome of a game. Oh, it was a reverse cowgirl, I think. Oh, yeah, reverse cowgirl, yeah, yeah. reverse cowgirl. So we gave him the nickname Buckaroo, because yeah. Finley said that. The Butcher, because he butchers the show, because it's 20-minute updates. Yeah. N- Ned Flanders, because he, did, I, I, he didn't know who Ned Flanders was. Yeah, I can't believe that one. I mean, wrong, wrong button Bob is probably best one that we got yeah yeah well that that's the great the fact that he's kept his job and been promoted by the company when he shut the entire thing off <laughs> yeah if you don't know the story about wrong button bob bob garrett my old producer we had some technical issues with the computer so i said hey can you go in the back because this whole to do you have to walk down a hall turn a corner open a door turn a corner again turn or walk to the end turn turn right holy and, and so i said hey can you reset the computer he said, shit, yeah, no problem. So he walks away. I'm in the studio getting ready to talk. And then like, like 10, 20 seconds later, everything goes off. <laughs> the entire network went off the air. <laughs> and thus the nickname Wrong Button Bob was born. I love we it. We also found out what happens if we get knocked off the air gas gun. You have, it's, it's. Prior programming, right? Like you it's have- evergreen programming, but it was evergreen programming from like years ago that they had saved in the queue to play. Like just generic random shows that they put in there and play. Maybe we should do that again where they have to play something generic and it's our podcast. It's a great idea. Although you curse all the time, so I don't know they'd be Ooh, able to do that on commercial true. airwaves. Yeah, we could do like one evergreen hour of generic, boring, like <laughs> 1990s sports talk. You know, they're like uh, Francesa breaking. Here's the Yankee lineup. You got Jeter leading off. Uh, you got, you know, Knobloch's in the number two. Yeah. You know, you got to go down the list, right? <laughs> that would be pretty damn good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So, Will, I give you the nicknames. Trucker Joe 007 in Pennsylvania. Uh, he's a Twitter guy. He says, for you and Gascon or Gagon, big toes or thumbs, which one could you live without? Oh, I think you would prefer to have, if you had to choose, you'd rather have normal thumbs and big toes, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's pretty easy, isn't it? Yeah. Although, balance is key. Yeah. That's tough. The thumbs could come in ha- handy in some area, but eh, I'll go big toes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Yeah, I'll go big toes. Like if you're a boxer and you have big thumbs, big fat thumbs, you could... You deliver some damage, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you're holding like a weapon, opening a door, trying to crack a can. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, keep going here. That's uh, Barry in Chattanooga says, uh, "Hey, Ben, we see Joe Rogan and now Clay Travis making great strides on web the website arena. Do you wish you had kept your website BenMaller.com going? And any chance you might start one up? Uh, well, Barry, thank you for that." Uh, I guess, uh, you know, I, I don't regret getting rid of BenMallow.com because I was, I was working in radio full time at the time, most of that stretch. 
And it, it just was nonstop. I had no life other than working. I was doing that seven days a week and uh, the radio going on. I had no social life. I didn't get uh, much attention at all from the uh, the kinder, gentler uh, gender because I was working all the time. And so that and the fact that I wasn't I, – I had made a, a decent amount of money when I was work with Fox Sports and Yahoo – but then after that, it's kind of like with social media, the money wasn't really there. And so, uh, you know, I was like, hey, follow the money. Uh, but I, there's there's a guy, that one of the bigger name guys at ESPN that I know who every time he sees me, he says, Ben, you should have kept the website. You should have kept the website. You know, he, always, he always busts my balls when I see it. But uh, I, might, I might bring it back. I mean, if, if, if the radio thing doesn't work out, you know, and that could end at any moment, I, I could bring back the the website i know how to do it it's a lot different now than it was when i did it i think it's easier to do it now it's it's harder in some areas and it's easier in some ways it was harder it's harder now because everything's just on twitter people don't want to read stories on a website but i was an aggregator that's all i did i aggregated i put stuff together and then i had the great thing about being an aggregator in those days is i had people that would reach out to me who actually had information to give me stories because they wanted their, you know, their, whatever their agenda was to be out there. TMZ Benny. Yeah, I got some of that, which was pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. And then uh, Barry also says, if Brian Finley knows you think his updates drag on, why doesn't he make changes to improve his segments? It's baffling to me. Gascon, you want to tackle that one, Gascon? No, I do not. I you do cannot, not. I cannot speak for the one, Brian Finley. The third rail, my man. That's the third rail. Uh, Jimbo in Rochester says, Men, can you add some context to the drop you use on the show with the female broadcaster saying, and here come the special balls. I can't figure out what game she's describing. Well, Jimbo, that is uh, Susan Waldman, the Yankee broadcaster with our buddy John Sterling. And if I remember correctly, uh, Roger Clemens was near some milestone. This is how I remember. I'm wrong. But as I remember it, Roger Clemens, there was some milestone, whether it was a strikeout or a win total. Maybe it was like 300 wins or something like that. And so baseball made some special commemorative baseballs for that game and for you know the moment when he was about to break whatever record he was about to break. I think it was Clemens. And so... When he, when he got close to the record, the ball boy would hand to the umpire the balls, and so she was so excited. Here come the special balls! Because it was getting close to the record. So that's the that's the gist of this. Right? That's the that's the gist of this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you you want to get to B or not to B? Because I think we're getting a little long right now, Gascon. Yeah, and I'd prefer we do that. All right. B or not to be. This Gascon had a coronary this week because for a few hours, B or not to be vanished. Man. Right? Yeah. He was gone. It was a moment of silence. Although I will say I appreciate a lot of people actually reached out and <laughs> sent me snapshots. Of oh, the Babylon Bee's account being suspended, it was uh, it was great. And then when it got reactivated, it had like five thousand followers. So it quickly ramped up right after that, though. So they only had five. Well, now they have six hundred thousand or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had stripped them of of their goods. So, anyways, this is an ode to the Babylon Bee, all, all satire, of course. And these are the five titles, Ben, that did not make the cut. So right. we'll go with five stories, five titles that did not make the cut. Yes. Uh, State of California ends exploitation of workers for good by banning all jobs. <laughs> I feel like they have banned all jobs. I don't <laughs> think that's... Uh... That's uh, satire. I think that's real. I, you can't work at restaurants. Uh, you know, if you're a server at a restaurant, you're fucked. Yep. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Amusement uh, parks. Amusement parks. Churches. There's some of the guys. Frank in L.A., man. That guy, he was a hustler, Frank in L.A. He worked at Staples Center, Dodger Stadium. Oh, man. The soccer stadium over near uh, where the USC campus is, where yeah. the sports arena used to be. Uh, and. He can't work anywhere. I don't know what I don't know what Frank's doing, man. But he worked all. He worked at uh, Universal Studios. That guy was a hustler. Oh, Still man. is a hustler. That sucks. King Newsom won't allow him to hustle. No, sir. Not in this state. Uh, yeah. How about this one? Another title that did not make the cut. Uh, ignorant moron who doesn't follow politics is also really happy with his life. <laughs> That's pretty good. 
That's also true, though. You don't follow Paul. You're like, hey, who cares? You don't get upset about this nonsense. Uh, another one that did not make the cut, famed archaeologist, uh, archaeology professor, fired after photos surface of him wearing a Nazi uniform. That's an ode to Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones. <laughs> nice. A uh, believer who didn't grow up in Christian culture knows nothing about Christianity except what's in the Bible. <laughs> another one that did, uh, that did not make the cut. Uh, poll finds most Americans would rather jump into volcano of angry geese than watch Democratic convention. Angry geese. Yeah. And then last one that did not make the cut, Hillary Clinton congratulates nominees and asks them to come stand on target underneath precarious dangling piano. <laughs> Uh, decent, but the first couple I thought were, were uh, the best of that. But all right, what do we? Uh, right. Now we're getting to the meat of it. Here we the go. meat Come on. potatoes. How about this one? Local man in Tennessee, Ben, is willing to go on the internet to say that Nazis are bad. All right, so uh, local man in Tennessee, in Tennessee. willing to, willing to go. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say that's the B. Are you sure? Yes. Bet you're one for one. Yeah. Right, all right, uh, man. I'm doing good. I got the B. I got the B. I got an A on the B. You are not shooting at a Paul George efficiency clip right now, so it's a good job by you. Second story: the B or not the B? Uh, let's see if you were accurate on this one. Media criticizes Trump for forcing them to tear country apart for last four years. <laughs> um, well, this is something you would expect to like read on CNN.com or something. I would, uh, I would imagine. But uh, uh, I'm going to say that that is. I'm going to say that's the B again. I think that's the B. Are you sure? I'm not sure. I just I don't think that any like the media likes this perception like they don't attack Trump. They like to live in this parallel universe where they don't take pot shots at him every chance they get. But yeah. so I don't think they would admit to it. You know what I'm saying? They, no, no. We're I, I've seen clips of people on CNN saying, oh, no, nobody attacks Trump here. You know, so I, I would say that's a, a satire. All right. Ben, you're two for two. Yeah, there you go. How about that? Under the clock boom. right now, so we'll boom, go boom, 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 boom. at a blistering pace. All How right. about this one? Study finds out Democrats lure progressive voters to polls by disguising them as riots. All right, say that again. Uh, quick, according, yeah, according to a study, Democrats okay. are luring progressive voters to polls by disguising them as riots. All right, well, this has to be the that's that's easy. That has to be the Babylon B. There's no bet chance. Bet your three for three. Yeah, that was easy. Come on, I've already won the game. All right, so here we go to go four for four. Internet influencers launch donor sperm giveaway on Instagram. All right, I think this one's. I'm going to go real on this one. I think this one, people do crazy shit on Instagram and the internet. So I, I can see some deranged lunatic uh, going down this road. I, I want to say that's uh, legit. I yeah, like that. Ben, you're actually right. Check this out. A same-sex couple launched a program uh, basically hyping up that they want to have a, don- uh, a donor sperm giveaway on Instagram. It's two women, in fact. that They, they announced their partnership uh, with a company a few days ago. And uh, they have over 200,000 followers with a chance for a, a vial of donor sperm. Well, are and you in on that? I hope you win, Gascon. Now, could you imagine how much I'd have to pay for that? be great for you. Yeah. All right. Last one, the B or not the B. American Airline, not American Airlines, but an American Airline is banning a military officer for not sacrificing for the greater good. Uh, no, 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 no. Say it again one more time. An American airline is banning a member of the U.S. military for not sacrificing for the greater good. Uh, uh I think that's, uh, I'm going to say that's uh, legitimate. That's real. Ben, you went five for five. Yeah, Check this out. Check Woo-hoo. this shit out. Navy right, SEAL ahead. Robert J. O'Neill, who is a member of the former uh, Navy SEAL Team 6, 
Uh, they banned him. Delta Airlines banned what, what him. What did he do? He posted a picture on on his social media account that said, "I'm not a pussy," and not he wasn't wearing a mask on the flight. Oh my god! So uh, Delta investigated, and the picture obviously went viral. They banned him for not sacrificing for the greater good. So the guy that shot Osama bin Laden is banned <laughs> from Delta because he did not sacrifice yes. his body. So he took the original advice from Dr. Fauci to not wear a mask, yes. and he got in trouble uh, for that. Not the change of position. I got you. All right. Uh, we ran through the be or not to be. I know you've got places to go, Gascon, and things to do and all that, so we'll put the baby to bed. We'll be back in the radio, uh, Magic Radio Box, tonight, 11 p.m. in the West, and 2 a.m. on Monday morning in the East. And we'll be back at it talking about all the weekend NBA playoff games, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for supporting the show, and we'll catch you next time. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts